We are on the money on Top Sport with Michael Abramson. So get your voice notes in if you were there on that fateful night on the 11th of April 2001 at Ellis Park or you know somebody was at the stadium and you'd like to share your experiences as I have shared mine with you, please feel free to drop us a note, either a WhatsApp 0614-104-107 or use the SAFM studio line 0860-002-032. I must say that those fans who died on that night will live forever in the memory of all soccer fans and soccer lovers uh, in this country particularly. It was a horrific night. But we've got something more pleasant for you coming up very shortly. I'm just going to repeat that question for you one more time. In our quiz this evening, I'm looking for a person. Here are your clues. He might have won his court battle, but he could never become king. And your second clue, don't tell Robert the result was fixed. If you know who that is, you can use our WhatsApp number or our SAFM studio line to tell me who you think our mystery sports person is tonight and we'll see who the reigning brain is for tonight. Well, Len Moleko, my producer and myself, when we took over the show and when we developed Top Sport with Michael Abramson last week, we decided that we wanted to promo not only some of the bigger sports around the world, which everybody knows about, but we wanted to introduce our listeners to some of the other sports, maybe even pastimes, things that you might be interested in. If you hear about it, you didn't know that it exists. And we've got such a sport for you this evening, a sport, a pastime, call it what you like. We're talking about speed cubing. Now, if you have no idea what speed cubing is, stay tuned because you're about to find out. I'm delighted to welcome onto the show Kim Katz, a director at Speed Cubes. You can find out more information at speedcubes.co.za. And we're going to talk all about what speed cubing is all about and the possibilities that exist and also the business opportunities that uh, exist and the costs that go into it, all those sort of things. Kim, it's an absolute pleasure to, to chat to you again. It's been a long time. Welcome. Anna, thank you for having me. So let me just tell our listeners a little bit about speed cubing. Of course, we're talking about the Rubik's Cube, which in the mm -hmm. old days when I was at school was a three by three cube that everybody was delighted if they could solve one side of it in about 10 minutes. These days, it's become almost a science. It's there's so much interest in it. The competitions that have been run across South Africa have just mm -hmm. mushroomed completely. And now you have all these different devices and videos about it. Um, you have been running competitions. You've set up a business in terms of uh, mm -hmm produce and uh, bringing out to South Africa all the latest uh, and newfangled gadgets. Just tell us a little bit about how speed cubing has taken off in South Africa over the past 10 years or so. Thanks. Okay, so in 2016, uh, my business partner and I um, found the Rubik's Cubes absolutely fascinating. It was his uh, like lifetime hobby and he introduced it to our kids and um, our kids were absolutely fascinated by it. And I think the biggest incentive was that it was the first time I saw them not on their um, cell phones or iPads or laptops. And yes. this was just quite amazing that something other than screens could grab their attention. But not only their attention, more about um, making them think creatively and the challenge was to be able to solve the cube. Once you could solve the cube in the simple seven-step method was to solve the cube in as quick, quick as time as possible. Um, so as a family, we actually all learned how to solve the cube. And this was something that we could all do together, me and my husband and our kids. And um, we would have competitions at the table. And, of course, our kids beat us badly. 
<laughs> but it went on to become, we decided to bring them in because we realized the benefits of it to um, kids and adults alike. Um, it could spread across the whole generation gap. Um, and it's very, very uh, beneficial in terms of memory and efficacy and mind um, hand coordination. So it's not only used for to to uh, develop the uh, mind hand coordination, but also even in physio, people who've had strokes and stuff are encouraged yes. to try and turn the Rubik's cube with their one hand. It's just. A, it's an amazing thing. It's so much more than just the cube. You've mentioned, Kim, so many different things there that I'd like to unpack with you a little bit. Uh, particularly, mm -hmm. it's, it's a very, as you say, a very, very healthy hobby. If you look at what youngsters are doing these days, some of them are, are maybe taking drugs, smoking, vaping, which is the mm -hmm. new trend, which I'm so anti. It's unbelievable. Staring mm -hmm. at, at screens all the time and looking at uh, getting all that radi radiation coming off the screen. Uh, and here you've got mm -hmm. a, a hobby where about the worst thing that can happen is you can develop Rubik's wrist where you get a slightly sore wrist from turning the cube over and over again. Uh, as you say, it, it has mental uh, capabilities. The, it, it improves your brain power, allows you to problem solve, allows you to build up dexterity, allows you to think uh, very, very quickly about different patterns, enhance your memory. There are just so many benefits to speed cubing, and you've mentioned some of those already. But for me, having entered many of your competitions over the years, the interest factor, I mean, in the old days, there were maybe 20 people in a competition. Now you've got hundreds hundreds and hundreds and you've got to apply well in advance just to get in i mean the interest has yes. been phenomenal i know it's really been so exciting i mean i absolutely love the competitions we've got one coming up on april the 22nd and 23rd in cape town right um so you can also register and purchase your tickets on our website um but the the great thing about the competitions is that each person competes against himself it's not like they're competing against others at the same time you're competing for time but you, your time is your own time and it's registered with the world cubing um association um if you can solve a cube in under three four minutes and you definitely should be looking at attending these competitions right. and if you too nervous to for the first time come uh -huh. and check it out because you'll find like-minded people then actually learn new algorithms that will speed up your solve time I have to just share a story. A few years ago at a competition in Cape Town, one of the competitors actually told me about the, the pie challenge, which is remembering digits of pie. And because of that speed cube competition, I went on to, to hold two world records in terms of memorizing pie, which I would never have done. I wouldn't have known about it had it not been for, for speed cubing. So you can make friends, you can develop similar mm. interests. But Kim, also, if we have a look at some of the designs, most people know a Rubik's cube to be a three by three cube with six different mm. colors and the six different faces. These days you've got a two by two, you've got four by four, five by five, things called scubes, pyramids. Just tell us a little bit about all these different designs that have come out. Okay, so in the last like 15 years, um, engineers and stuff have come up with amazing designs for the core of the Rubik's Cube. So it's not just uh, to solve a cube, it's actually to solve it as quickly as possible. And in that way, the core of it, it's like an engine of a car, has been developed um, to make the cube smoother, faster, not pop, mm. um, turn more easily, easier to hold. Um, and so we've developed, uh, we've brought them out to South Africa. They range in price from, you can get a cheap cube from 
like 85 rand all the way up to one and a half thousand rand. Mm. And they look the same, but the insides are completely different. A lot of them have got magnets. So as you turn the cube, it pulls in the direction you want it to go. And this is how people are breaking their own personal records. What is amazing is we now actually are seeing um, the guys in South Africa competing internationally um, in their times. I mean, our fastest cube holder in South Africa is a Daniel Rush yes. and he can solve the cube in 5.58 seconds that's yeah. his best time I mean for people listening to that yeah. they just think it's 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 amazing because how do you turn a cube in that time typically a solve yeah. would involve maybe 60 70 maybe even up to 100 uh, turns of a cube mm. how do you do that in five seconds that's like 10 15 moves per second effectively but these youngsters can do it I know. I think, I mean, also they learn so many algorithms. So you can take it from a simple method and you can expand it. So it's it's such a creative space mm. for pe- people to challenge themselves on. How do you, for, for people listening who, don't, who, th- who thought mm. that a Rubik's Cube was something that sits on a desk that they look at and form nice pictures out of, how do you learn yeah. how to solve the cube? What is the way to go about it for a complete novice who, who doesn't know anything about solving cubes or how the different pieces move around? What would you suggest as maybe okay. the best techniques for learning? Okay, so the most basic, most people think that you solve a cube, a Rubik's Cube, side by side. Mm. That's not how you do it. And and you solve it layer by layer. That's the simplest method. And on our website, it actually takes you through the seven steps. Okay. So it's actually quite easy to learn how to solve it, but you're not going to get a brilliant time, but you will learn how to solve it. And then as you want to improve your time, um, you can learn different algorithms um, that speed up your time. But it's actually a very simple seven-step method, and there's lots of online YouTube tutorials. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all about practice and hard work and not giving up and messing up and then starting again. And it's all about perseverance. So everybody comes to our competitions that um, can solve a Rubik's Cube really shows their persistence because at some point they've uh, messed their cube up and had to start again many, many times. Mm. So it really shows the tenacity and the motivation that people have. Let's just talk about the competition briefly. You you mentioned that there's mm. one coming up. South Africa typically hosts, what, about seven, mm. eight competitions a year, maybe around the country at yes. different venues. Uh, what If somebody right. wants to enter the competition, is it just a matter mm. of paying your entrance fee and entering, or do, is there a certain qualification? And when you get to the, the, the competition, what can people who've never been there expect to, mm. to receive and to experience on the day? Okay, so if you've never uh, entered a competition before, if you can solve a Rubik's Cube in under four minutes, three to four minutes, then I highly recommend that you um, that you register for the Cube competition. These Cube competitions are official, so they're official judges at the competition, and your record is linked to the World Cubing Association, which is worldwide. If you break a world record, then you are the official world record holder. Um but if you go onto our website and you click on competitions, um, you'll see which competition is coming up on the 22nd and t- 23rd of April at Kirstenhoff Primary School. And there, okay. you just register. There is a limit. I think the limit is about 150 people. So once it's reached that limit, you can't enter. Um, and you can purchase a ticket online as well. All the instructions are there. And then when you actually come to the event, which is 
on the Saturday and Sunday, each day has got different events. So the Saturday nice. has got the more difficult cubes, the six by six, the seven by sevens. And on the Sunday is the standard three by three, two by two, four by four, right. five by five. So um, there's, there's an event for everybody. <laughs> and we'll also be selling cubes there. So if people want to come and test out the cubes, we'll have a stand where we'll have samples out so people can actually feel the difference between right. the old Rubik's Cube and the new Speed Cube that's been redesigned. And one thing that you do in terms of competitions that you make really, really nice and make people feel that they're involved is hand out medals to every competitor, regardless of what they do at the end of the competition. Absolutely. No, everybody's a winner. And as, uh, as you say, I mean, competitors also, if they're out of the competition or not participating in a certain event, they can act as judges also and all members right. of the Every, audience. So there's lots, lots yeah. to do on the day. You're not going to get bored. No, everybody, put, we encourage everyone to put, participate we have judges we have timers we have runners so we need all the competitors to be involved in making it a successful competition chatting here with kim katz the director at speedcube so website speedcubes.co.za kim we're just going to take a short break now and then i want to talk to you about the financial aspects what the costs are involved for people who want to get involved with the sport uh, and just um in terms of we have every tuesday on our show we have something called the money slot where we like to find out costs involved in various sports so if i can ask you just to stay on the line and we'll continue our conversation shortly we are on the money on Top Sport with Michael Abramson. Chatting about a brand new sport. Well, brand new for some. For some, uh, some people have been involved with it for quite a while. It's called speed cubing. And it's a sport in inverted commas. It's a sport, it's a pastime, and it's something to keep you busy and to keep yourself entertained in a very, very healthy way. Chatting to the director at Speed Cubes, Kim Katz, who uh, is joining us on the line to tell us more about it. Kim, we, we spoke in depth about mm -hmm. what speed cubing is, but let's get into the money side of things. So the costs involved to, to get yourself a decent cube that's uh, you, that would function, that's not going to fall apart and not something you buy on the street corner that you turn it once and it breaks into a million pieces. But mm. typically, what sort of costs are involved there? And then typically the cost of entering competitions or other hidden costs that people maybe who want to get involved in the sport want to know about. Thanks, Michael. Um, the best, like I would definitely suggest if you are looking at wanting to get a good time is to choose a cube that's got a magnet magnets in them mm -hmm. and they range from our cheapest one is around 129 rand it's the rs3m um, and it's magnetic and it's a really good cube and it's got great reviews on on um, youtube okay. so it's always nice to to see the reviews of the cubes before you buy it so that you can see if it's something that you like because some of them are very loose and too fast some of them are uh, smaller some of them are bigger so it depends on your preference but there is actually a cube for everybody there should be no reason why uh, you shouldn't be able to solve a cube and get your best time we have like a wide range from from around 85 89 rand mm -hmm. right up to the rolls royce of um speed cubes which is the gan cube right and um that goes from our most expensive cube a three by three goes for around 1500 rand 
Wow. Okay, so it's a rel mm. relatively cheap sport then. In, and yeah. I mean, given that if you invest in this cube, it's going to last you years and years, and you're going to have so much fun out of it and be able to use it Absolutely. daily and in, in, to give yourself so much personal development. So definitely worth the investment. Just in terms of the, of the competitions, what would be mm. a, the cost of entering competitions or being involved <laughs> yes. in terms of that? Can you just go into that a bit? Like I said, first you register, which doesn't cost anything on the World Cube Association. You can register through our website. Mm -hmm. And then you need to purchase a ticket. Normally tickets range between two to 300 rand per competitor. Um, and then the spectators, any of the supporters can come for free and watch and assist and volunteer. So that's kind of what you're looking at. You're looking at your purchase ticket between two to 300 rand per competitor. Uh, so, I mean, in total, those are basically the costs of the sport. So essentially, get That's yourself it. get yourself a good cube. You can decide what events you want to participate in and just mm -hmm. make sure you've got the cubes for those. And if the worst comes yes. to the worst, you can always borrow from a fellow competitor uh, who's not competing at that exact time, although it's preferable, obviously, to have your own cube. And then just the cost yes. of competition. So relatively cheap sport can give you hours and hours and hours of fun and and uh, good brain activity and you can make new friends. I mean, it's a win-win all around. Yeah, there's only positive outcomes that come from this. It really is amazing to see people from all cultures, backgrounds, all coming together with one goal, and that's to solve a cube. And, and people want to help each other. It's yes. not competitive that you're trying to outdo your friend. You actually want to help each other get their best time possible and it's just a beautiful environment and the best thing is is that you don't see a single screen open at these con we can have like three four hundred people in total including the spectators yes. and nobody's on their cell phones um it's just unbelievable the i mean i get inspired even though i've been doing this for about eight years now right. i feel inspired at every single competition to see the motivation and the the drive the students have. The, the other students thing, and their parents have. Yeah. yeah. The other thing you can do, of course, is you can solve the cube blindfolders as if you don't have enough challenges trying to do it. You can. There are blindfold solves and blindfold competitions as well. Just tell us briefly about how those work. Yeah, so there's a whole lot of different events. The main is the 3x3, three three, but as you said, the, there's the 2x2, two 4x4, two, 5x5, five five, all the way up to 7x7. Seven seven. And then you get the very alternative ones that are also official, like the 3x3 three three blindfolded. So you, the person, um, the competitor gets to see the cube and look at the cube for a certain number of minutes. And when they're already, there's like a limit of probably about two or three minutes that the person can, the competitor can look at the cube in its mixed state. Then a blindfold gets put on them and the timer starts and they have to try and memorize the patterns and solve the cube in as fast as time as possible. We have an amazing guy, Dylan Swartz actually, who holds the record in South Africa for uh, solving the three by three blindfolded in 30.38 seconds. Wow. So that's quite impressive. And also you can do a one-handed. We've also got an amazing guy, Wasim Hussein, who um, has solved the cube one-handed in under 11 seconds. And um, as well as the mega minx and pyraminx, we've got like we really got guys that are internationally on a competitive level purely from dedication and perseverance. My director, it's quite impressive. 
my director and controller are sitting on, on the other side of the glass looking at me saying, how can you solve a one-handed cube in 11 seconds? That's just, it, it doesn't sound possible, but but it is possible. You can watch it videos on YouTube and uh, you can see that it can be done. Kim, just just briefly give out your, your website details, if you don't mind. Okay, our website is speedcubes.co.za. So hopefully we have inspired a new generation of listeners or maybe Absolutely. some young people, or if not them, then their, their kids perhaps to get involved. It's a sport for all ages. It's a sport for Everyone. for everybody, basically. Get involved, have some fun. Even if you're not the best at it, you will improve personally and you will give yourself some personal achievement, which is fantastic. Kim, always a pleasure to chat to you. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you, Michael. And hopefully you. your competition runs with great success in Cape Town in a couple of weeks' time. That's Kim Katz, the director at Speed Cubes, chatting about a brand new sport that we hope we've introduced you to, or at least piqued your interest. Go and have a look, look it up on the internet, and maybe get yourself a decent cube and start getting involved.